Welcome back to the show. Uh, today is uh, a rather solemn uh, anniversary. It's a two-year anniversary of uh, the beginning of the war that Russia launched on Ukraine. And we're joined right now by Alice Zurevel. She's a Nigerian-Ukrainian born in Kharkiv, eastern U Ukrainian city where the country's African community was based before the war. Uh, Alice, thank you for being here today. How how are you? How are things on the ground where you are? Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate uh, you inviting me. And um, I think I'm Ukrainian Nigerian, not Nigerian Ukrainian. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you for the correction. Uh, yes, this is not like my principle, but I think it's something that's important, maybe to absolutely no. I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of people listening, Alice, would be uh, surprised to learn that there is um, a Nigerian community in Ukraine. Of course, when people of course yeah. <laughs> we have um, many countries represented here from Africa. Um, I know personally families uh, from Ethiopia, Tanzania. A lot of Nigerians, of course, and um, why not? <laughs> why not? We are, we are in Europe. Yes. Um, uh, it's very it's very obvious situation for European countries, but for Ukraine, I can understand why people can be surprised because Ukraine uh, not colonized African countries, so Ukraine never colonized Africans. That's why not a lot of people here from Africa can be living for decades, for example, for generations or for just too long, uh, too long, enough long that people used to identify them like, um, like a part of Ukrainian identity. Mm. Yes. That's why diversity in Ukraine, this is so rare, so unusual topic for people because people never uh, thought about diversity in countries that never colonized yes. as nations. It, absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and in Canada, uh, we have a very large Ukrainian population. And um, when, when I think of that Ukrainian population, I, I have to admit, I think, I think of European descendants who moved to Canada. I don't necessarily think of uh, African immigrants to Ukraine. So that is that is a, a misconception on my part that I have to fix. Now, can you tell us, Alice, where do we find you today? Are you in Kharkiv? Uh, no, right now I'm in Lviv. Okay. In the western part of Ukraine. Uh, but I'm from Kharkiv. I was born there, but um, I don't live in Kharkiv for many years. I lived in Odessa, then Kiev, then I uh, moved to Lviv. Uh, because um, just dangerous situation in the eastern Ukraine yes. and uh, and all all parts uh, of Ukraine is dangerous. All territory can be attacked, but uh, especially east. And uh, now I currently live in Lviv city, but I lived in many others. <laughs> and 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 can you tell me what what is what is everyday life like for you living? in a country that is under constant threat from such a, a large, aggressive enemy like Russia? Mm. You know, I think any words that will be said by me 
people never recognize it, never never understand and comprehend. Never. Maybe someone who knows what is war like, people from the Eastern countries, from Somali, from uh, Sudan, Ethiopia, they will understand. But people from Western countries, sorry, it's not a shame. It's just our experience like human beings. You never understand if I tell, tell you right now that I'm stressed, I always thinking about my friends from the front line and going to die every day. And every minute I understand that I can be notified, but someone who people I know for almost 30 years in Ukraine died or executed or something happened with the, their houses and they're homeless immediately. And you always, every day, understand that you are in physical risk mm. by yourself. Uh, not by yourself, I mean, I, mean, I mean yourself, by Russia, of course. And you are trying to... Yes, yes this is a psychological also question, mm. because your psychology uh, changes. Yes. Just very, very... This is fundamental change, metaphysical change inside of you. You can analyze it because it's very deep on you, but no one who never changed by psychological like you understands it. That's why people um, in Western country uh, just look at this war like live show. Yes. Never feel. Sometimes, sometimes, if they, sometimes they feel, sometimes, but I, I think it's, this is minority. I, I told about, I, I told about majority, um, sorry, lack of language can be here. And, uh, yes, that's, that's why I can't say a lot, but, uh, I want people just to, um, have more empathy to understand how, how hard this is live here. Yes. But we are, but we are living here and um, doing our job every day. Well, uh, Alice, I think when, when, the, when the war was first brought to the footsteps of Ukraine, a great many people thought that this would be over very shortly, that the, the military might of Russia would dominate and it would be over in short <laughs> order. And here we are two years later with Ukraine fighting valiantly to uh, preserve its independence. And it's sort of a double-edged sword because by, by fighting so valiantly for so long, a lot of people in the West have gotten used to it, that it's no longer front-page news, which is unfortunate because the fact that Ukraine has fought so well for so long should be front-page news. So your question to me, why we have no lot of or enough of front of front page news? Well, I, I'm I'm simply I'm making the observation that unfortunately, because you have been able to fight for so long, a lot of people in the West have have moved on to other stories. The other other stories that they have decided are more not more important, but fresher in their minds. And it's it's unfortunate, but it's sort of a fact of how the news cycle works. Uh, this is a fact. Uh, this is a fact about um, how human beings changed in 
changed uh, with the impact of technologies. Mm. It's not about Ukraine, it's not about our war and how long is it. Uh, because wars, global wars, World Second, for example, war was for years. And people always was focused on it. And people always was in it. And <laughs> fourth year, countries was activated than the first year in the Second World War. Right now, people just um, have iPhones, unfortunately. But maybe fortunately, but also unfortunately. And people have TikTok, you know? Yes. <laughs> That's because of people, because people, because my psychology, I told you before, changed like, I don't know, something like something incre incredible. This is, will be studied afterwards, um, I think, after the global crisis, we will study our psychological uh, possibilities, I mm. think. But uh, can you imagine how people, psychologists around the world who have iPhone and TikTok, change as well to not be focused on the crisis on the something that makes them feel bad and <laughs> no well you're right the, the algorithm that determines what people see uh probably errs on the side of showing people things that make them happy and so so the the tiktok will will show them videos that make them feel good about themselves not something that challenges them uh alice before we leave and we only have a little bit of time left um can you let me know what's the last thing you would like listeners in north america to know about what's going on in ukraine this is a very hard question but uh i'll try i'll try to speak for all nation uh, I want you to know, guys, that uh, we are defending all of us. We are defending countries that much bigger, and population of this country is much higher. And we're defending not big country and not a rich country because was everything was appropriated by Russia and Russian Empire and Soviet Union before from us. And right now we're defending all of us, and that's why we have to be focused on Ukraine, not on TikTok. And we have to be focused on uh, support Ukraine every day with ever shares in the uh, social media, with just uh, sub subscribe some channels, with something, something little. But we have to be focused because this is historical moment. And every other action uh, in the five hundred, 50 years, let's say 50 years, will be uh, will be in the future. In a, I think, represented in some situation, let's say like this. Sorry, it can be like a language. I'm not native speaker, but I hope you understand me. I do. We can impact. We can impact the future with little uh, actions, but also with a big support it will be better <laughs> alice zuravel thank you so much for being here we appreciate it. please stay safe and uh please know thank that you. uh that we here in canada are holding you in our hearts we wish you the very very best thank you thank you so much